Say Hello from Me by Frank W. Coggins. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Dale Grothman. Say Hello for Me by Frank W. Coggins. This was to be the day, but of course, Professor Pettibone had no way of knowing it. He arose as he had been doing for the previous twenty years, donned the tattered remnants of his spacesuit, and went out into the open. He stood erect, bronzed, magnificent, faced distant earth, and recited, Good morning, bright sunshine. We're glad you are here. You made the world happy, and bring us good cheer. It was something that he had heard as a child, and isolated here on Mars, he had remembered it, and used it to keep from losing his power of speech. The ritual finished, he walked to the edge of the nearest canal, and gathered a bushel or so of the dried Martian moss. He returned, and began polishing the shiny exterior of the wrecked spaceship. It had to really glitter if it was to be an effective beacon in guiding the rescue ship. Professor Pettibone knew, had known for years, that a ship would come. It was just a matter of time, and as the years slipped by, his faith diminished not a whit. With his task half completed, he glanced up at the sun and quickened the polishing. It was a long walk to the place the berry bushes grew, and if he arrived too late, the sun would have dried out the night's crop of fragile berries, and he would have to wait until the morrow for nourishment. But on this day he was fated to arrive at the bush area not at all, because an alien sound from above again drew the professor's eyes from his work, and he knew that the day had arrived. The ship was three times as large as any he had ever visualized, and its futuristic design told him, sharply, how far he had fallen behind in his dreaming. He smiled and said, quite calmly, I dare say I am about to be rescued. And he experienced a thrill as the great ship set down and two men emerged therefrom. A thrill tinged with a guilt sense because emotional experiences were rare in an isolated life and seemed somehow indecent. The two men held weapons. They advanced upon Professor Pettibone, looking up into his face, reflected a certain wary hostility, that the hostility was tinged with instinctive respect, even awe, made it no less potent. One of them asked, Fella, man came here in ship skyboat long time ago him dead where appropriate gestures accompanied the words professor pettibone smiled down at the little men and bowed you are of course referring to me i came in the ship i am professor pettibone it was nice of you to hunt me up the eyes of the two terran spacemen met and locked in startled inquiry one of them voiced the reaction of both when he said what the hell 
you no doubt are curious about the fate of the other members of the expedition they were killed all save fletcher who lasted a week professor pettibone waved a hand there in the graveyard but their eyes remained on the only survivor of the ill-fated first expedition it was hard to accept him as the man they sought but faced with undeniable similarities between what they expected and what they had found the two spacemen had no alternative i hope your food supply is ample and varied professor pettibone said this seemed to bring them out of their bemusement of course professor would you care to come aboard the other made a try at congenial levity you must be pretty hungry after twenty years really has it been that long i tried to keep track at first we can blast off any time you say you're probably pretty anxious to get back indeed i am the changes in twenty years must be breathtaking i wonder if they'll remember me a short time later the professor said it's amazing a ship this size handled by only two men then he sat down to a repast laid out by one of the odd spacemen but after nibbling a bit of this a forkful of that he found that satisfaction lay in the anticipation more than in the eating we'll look around and see what we can find in the way of clothing for you professor one of the spacemen said then the man's bemusement returned his eyes traveled over the magnificent physique before him the perfect giant of a man the great apollo-like head with the calm clear eyes the expression of complete contentment and serenity the spaceman said professor to what do you attribute the changes in your body what is there about this planet i really don't know professor pettibone looked down at his torso with an impersonal eye i think the greenish skin pigmentation is a result of mineral heavy vapors that occurred during certain seasons the growth as to my body i really don't know but the two spacemen though they did not refer to it were not concerned with the body so much as the aura of completeness the radiation of contentment which came from somewhere within it was passing strange that nothing more was said about the professor returning to earth no great revelation suddenly arrived at that he should not go rather they discussed various things that three gentlemen meeting casually would discuss then professor pettibone arose from his chair and said it was kind of you to drop off and see me and one of the spacemen replied a pleasure sir a real pleasure indeed then the professor left the ship and watched it lift up on a tail of red fire and go away he raised an arm and waved say hello for me he called then he turned away and from force of habit he began again to polish the hull knowing that he would keep it shining and be proud of it for many years to come almost beyond reach of the planet one of the spacemen flipped a switch and put certain sensitive communication mechanisms to work so sensitive they could pick up etheric vibrations far away 
and make them audible. But only faintly came the pleasant voice of the contented man. Good morning, bright sunshine. We're glad you are here. You make the world... The End of Say Hello for Me by Frank W. Coggins